0: Well, good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Anita J, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. And today is Wednesday, August 21st, 2019, and this is the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting. Today we are reading from the big book, and we are in the chapter, We Agnostics. Uh, on page 49, the very first paragraph, which begins, Instead of Regarding Ourselves. And today's readers are, for the 12 steps, Sarah S., the 12 traditions, Linda R., and readers of the text this morning are Janice B. and Marcella M., and our lady-in-waiting, Ginger C. The share ID numbers for Tuesday, August 20th, the 7 a.m. meeting is 13,296, 13296. And for the 10 a.m. meeting, 13,298, 13298. And the newcomer greeter, Jason K, followed by our 8 a.m. host, Nadia B. our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision For You, Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. And I will now ask Sarah S. to read Overeaters Anonymous 12 steps.
1: Good morning, Anita, can I be heard?
0: Yes, thank you.
1: Good morning all, my name is Sarah S. I'm from Maine, soon to be from Colorado, recovering compulsive overeater. Uh, The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step 5. Admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Step 6. We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step 7. Humbly asked Him to remove our shortcomings. Step 8. I made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Step 9. Made direct amends to people wherever possible. Except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 10: Continue to take personal inventory, <clears throat> and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Step 11: Thought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for His knowledge, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. And step 12: Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Thank you for letting me be service.
0: Thank you so much, Sarah S. All right, Linda R. Good morning. Good
2: morning. Linda R. recovered in North Carolina. The 12 traditions, and so grateful, the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. we need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Linda R. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. And once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to remute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. So today we're resuming our study of the big book and we are in the chapter, We Agnostics, the very first paragraph on page 49, which begins, instead of regarding ourselves, And I've asked uh, Janice B. to get us started. Good morning, Janice.
3: Good morning, Anita. Good morning, visionaries. This is Janice B., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Vermont. Grateful to be opening my mouth today. Okay. Instead of regarding ourselves as intelligent agents, spearheads of God's ever-advancing creation, We agnostics and atheists choose to believe that our human intelligence was the last word, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and end of all. Rather vain of us, wasn't it? Okay, so I looked up the word vain, and there's two things. One, as an adjective, it's excessively proud of. Or concerned about one's own appearance, qualities, achievements, etc. And the other one was in vain, without effect or avail, to no purpose. And I thought, Wow, this is that's what a perfect word to put in here, because isn't that the way? <laughs> that's the way I operated. I thought that I could control and manage everything, you know, like it all started with me, this self self centeredness and um thinking that uh you know I I can do it. It it, it was all about me. And where did that get me? You know that got, got me at sixty years old after being in o a in and out of o a for i don't know twenty over twenty years um forty pounds overweight um my life was a mess um I was spiritually dead and 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 powerless it brought me to that Place of powerlessness, ready to surrender. That I don't know. I don't know, and to look for a power, seek with everything I had, a power greater than myself, another power. Um, it wasn't going to be in my sponsor. It wasn't going to be. Um, it wasn't going to be me. I. I uh i needed a power greater than myself and um and I, I just knew it wasn't me anymore um and so that brought me to step 2 to to find a power and um for me it was just a, it was a decision and a choice um what uh, and the for me, the, the power was love instead of fear, love instead of fear, that I was going to um, be self-loving, you know, and, and develop develop this, um, this way of being that was self-loving instead of self-destructive um and it was a, a choice and uh and you know thank god for vision for you mm-hmm. um and the 12 steps and it brought me to that place of having a power greater than myself mm-hmm. and operating in my life thank you anita and i pass
0: thank you so much janice for getting us started all right, if you haven't shared the last couple of days, please give me your name. Do, do l want to. do L Colleen Barbara M. E. Polly Polly M Barbara Bo. E. Melissa C Melissa C.
4: Colleen M.
0: Colleen M. Is it Colleen? Yes, Colleen.
4: Okay, Colleen,
0: all right, Colleen. Do, Polly, Barb, and Leah S. All right, we have six. That's a very nice beginning. Do, L, Polly, M, Barbara, E, Melissa, C, uh, Colleen, M, and Leah, S. All right, good morning. Do, L, good morning. Good morning. This is Du Al, uh,
5: recovered compulsive reader. I'm um, so grateful to be here. And you know, this is a very important paragraph. It says, instead of regarding ourselves as intelligent agents, spearheads of God's ever uh, ever advancing creation, we who chose to be agnostic and atheists chose to believe that the human intelligence was the last word the alpha And it, and then it asked a question rather vain of it uh, of of it, wasn't it? And um and yeah, I, I would put arrogant, I would put um, as Herbert Spencer puts it in the spiritual experience, he talks about, you know, that the principle which bars against all information which is a proof against all arguments, which cannot fail to keep a man in everlasting ignorance, is the principle of contempt prior to investigation. And and that's what I was. I was an arrogant, contemptful person that refused to believe in God or the power of God. And some of the things that I used to fool myself with was, you know, I'm gonna use everything else but the word God. You know i'll use higher power i'll use whatever i will not give the credit to god in any form at all and still keep believing the way i do well my beliefs led me to almost 300 pounds you know my belief led me to oa my belief led me to a life of misery um and i had to i had to concede you know some kind of way you know that my way was not working because anytime I made excuses like I'll believe in the power of God, but I won't acknowledge that it's coming from God. You know, that was one one thing. I'm gonna believe in the principles of the program about love and mercy and patience and goodness, but I won't give credit to God for being those principles. Um I'm I'm gonna continue to live the way I live and do the things that I do and leave God out. And I thought that was the best solution for me. You know, I thought that that was the best way. And that was the way it had to be because I'm gonna leave God out in this program. Well, you know what? That didn't work for too long because uh, the disease pain is the greatest motivator to effectuate change. And believe me, I got in a lot of pain. And eventually what happened is I had to concede. I had to concede to something greater than me. And when I did, and I surrendered those ideas things started to work for me. I started to recover. I started to get better. I started to see that I was not the last word, that there was something greater than me. And I didn't have to define that definition of God perfectly or completely, but I had to believe in it. And so today I'm grateful that my life is beyond my wildest dreams and I'm grateful that I believe in God. And,
0: um, and with that, I passed. Thanks so much, Duell. Polly M, you are up, and then it'll be Barbara E. Polly, press star 1.
4: I think that was Colleen M. I said my name twice, so you might have gotten
0: it. Oh, I didn't know. (coughs) Oh, all right. Okay, Colleen. All right.
4: Hi, thank you. I'll go ahead and share now. um, graceful Recovering uh, Food Addict. Uh, so thankful for this chapter. I uh, It's really hitting me right where I am. And um, if you would have asked me prior to getting into recovery, if I believed in a higher power and surrendered my life to him, I would have said yes. But, um, you know, the more recovery I get, the more I see my will and my arrogance and my um, need to control everything. I believed in a higher power, but the higher power that just, gave me what I asked for, and God help it if it didn't, because um, I basically have been my own higher power. So, you know, you've also taught me um, from listening that um, I don't have to understand this higher power. I just have to believe that it is, and I can do that, I can accept that there is definitely something bigger than me, and I know that I need it in my life, and and in searching for it, and it's okay today if I don't, I can't put that... In higher power into words or formulate a perception of what it looks like or how it behaves. Um, I do like <clears throat> what people have talked about it as far as it being all loving. Um, so um, just needed to say where I was at today. And um, I'm doing my daily praying and trying to meditate and feel a bit of a psychic change coming about, and I am told that if I continue to do this, that I will continue to grow, and that that's what I need to do is to expand my relationship with this higher power, and I know that, that, that the higher power will help me, and I don't have to do it on my own, which
6: is huge
4: for me. Um, I don't like asking for help. I don't like being needy. I'm very – I like to be self-sufficient, but I'm not. <laughs> I have to realize that about myself. I really appreciate all of you out there. Thank you for letting me share. Have a great day.
0: Thank you so much, Colleen M. All right, Barbara, good morning, and then it'll be Melissa.
7: Good morning, and thank you so much, Anita, for your service. Well, I love this chapter because the chapter, We Agnostics, gives me time to think about some important questions before taking the next necessary action steps? Do I really realize that food is not my problem, but lack of power is? Do I believe that based on the fact that when I honestly want to quit eating the foods that are toxic for me, I have little control over the amount I eat, and I am a real compulsive overeater, or do I think I really can handle it myself? Do I believe I'm suffering from an illness which only a spiritual experience will conquer? And if lack of power is my problem, do I see now that power is my solution? Do I notice that the book said, find a power greater than me, which will solve my problem, not solve all my problems? And do I realize it doesn't matter what someone else's conception of God is? Do I realize God solves my problem for me and I don't? Barbara, do you realize that it is not self-help but God-help? And do I realize I have to do all the work outlined in the big book to get the results I wanted and are promised? And then I have to pay it forward because it is an honor, a joy, and a bit of extra insurance that I'll not go back to overeating. Do I believe that this is a good starting point, but I do need to do all the things that will bring me to the realization that I now know God is doing this? Can I now accept and realize that the consciousness of the presence of God is the most important factor in my life? These are important, heavy questions that I had to ponder So for me, another word for graduation is commencement. I have commenced a new way of life and it goes beyond food to all aspects of my life. Freedom from fear, depression, food thoughts, perfectionism, isolationism. I spent years praying to change so that I could live with the inevitable trials life brings to me as we grow older. But today, I've totally accepted my powerlessness over my compulsive overeating. The trouble is, it wasn't easy for me to accept this powerlessness. A corner of my mind struggled. And that's what this chapter has given given me the opportunity to think about. I realized that when I struggled, my serenity went down. Thank you. And I found it is easier to give up the battle. Thank you so much. Give up, give in, surrender, and act. I pass. Thanks
0: so much, Barbara. All right. Good morning, Melissa, and then we'll be Leia.
8: Hi. Good morning, Anita. Thank you so much for your service this morning. It's Melissa C. Recovered compulsive overeater in New York, and you know when i read this paragraph i kind of i think about um like where i've heard the word alpha a lot you know and it's um, i've always owned dogs my whole life um and like the worst kind of dog you know the the most difficult dog to to have is the one that is confused and thinks that it's the alpha it thinks it's like the boss of the pack and um and like in my experience you know um they're fearful because it's too awesome a responsibility and they lash out and bite, you know, they're dangerous because um, they can't handle the burden of being the boss. And that's me. Like I'm that, I'm that alpha or the one that thinks it's the alpha. And how much trouble I got into um, and I could still get into, like that's the thing. Like this is not like one and done. I run into this, um, difficulty often you know because i'm human and um and i have this need at times to to grab the wheel and and sometimes i find myself like saying things like well i don't know what to do i don't know what to do because um because i'm thinking that there's something i'm supposed to do and usually it's in regards to other people it's it's not accepting that um that i'm just a spearhead you know with a little bit of intelligence and god willing a little bit of clarity today but that there's something much greater than me in charge and and whenever i get like out of sync it's because i'm not looking to align myself with what is god showing me here you know um like those dogs that have been alpha dogs that I've had in the past, they do crazy things. Like, I've had a dog that almost chewed his tail off. And, you know, unlike that, you know, when you eat yourself to over 300 pounds, uh, you know, my experience, I wasn't so different from a dog that was destroying itself, and it made no sense, you know. Um, and it's vain. I loved how the first um, speaker kind of looked at that word in two parts, you know, vain, full of myself and that vanity is is ineffective. It's it's it it's in vain. It doesn't work. And you know, so I believe in God today. It's a choice because I don't want to chew my tail off. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna be in charge. I'm happier. You know, life runs better for me and everyone around me when I don't try to grab the wheel when I just look, you know, to be pointed in the right direction, then I don't have to eat and kill myself with food. Thank you. With that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Melissa. Very descriptive. (laughs)
9: Leah,
0: your turn. Good morning, Leah S.
9: Good morning, Anita. Thank you so much. Leah S. recovered and presently in upstate New York. So, um uh I, I came into this program because I was told that I could keep my weight off. I've been to a number of diets, but i I didn't say that I didn't lose the weight. It's just that I lost the weight in order to continue eating in order to continue, Getting that feeling that I used to get out of food, that certain foods, excuse me, certain foods that used to trigger me to continue eating. And um, it was torture for me to, to go on those diets. But what is different over here at these rooms that I was told I can keep it off? I can keep it off. And what does anger have to do with it? And what does higher power have to do with all of this? Uh, I'll thank you to mind your own business. And who is intelligent and who is not? There are some people who are more intelligent than the others. That's okay. But what does anger have to come into it? Anger is a big part. It's me saying that I am instead of what you're saying and it's me saying i'm going to have the last word instead of listening it's me um it's me understanding now to come to a little bit of humility and a little bit of humbleness in order to stay stopped in order to not even think about the food but understand and realize that there are certain situations that I am made to go through life and whichever, whoever is going through, whatever they're going through, and I'm dealing with it through my higher power, whom I choose to call God. And that is (laughs) literally the secret. Uh, It's one of the secrets, but it's so relieving It is so um, beneficial because then I automatically felt like some kind of burden was lifted from me. And with that, I will pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Leah S. All right. I just want to remind everyone we're on page 49, reading one paragraph, the first paragraph, which begins instead of regarding ourselves. So. Again, if you haven't shared in the last couple of days, who would like to share? Marcella, H. Ma- Marcella.
6: Ma- Linda D.
0: Okay, just a minute. Makifa, Marcella, Linda, Linda D. D. All right, I have three of you. Who else? Hi,
10: this is Josie N. S.
0: Josie N. S.
10: Thank you. Dion
11: R.
0: Dion R. All right, let's go with with you and then I think there'll probably maybe be time for a couple more. Makifa, Marcella, Linda, uh, Josie M. S and Diana Dion R. All right, good morning, Makifa. You are up. Good
12: morning. This is Nikifa H. I'm in Georgia. Um, this chapter, okay, so here's the deal for me, right? Like, I was never confused about there being a god or a higher power. Um, I knew or I believed that there was one, but the problem was I made a deal with this higher power a long time ago that I wouldn't fool with it because it didn't fool with me, you know, Um because had this power been all the things that people talked about, the things that happened to me in life would have never happened, and I proceeded through life um, to run my own life. Um, and then came then came addiction, you know, and um, my getting abstinent and digging in this big book and taking a suggestion it didn't come easy. You know, I'm the addict that as soon as I pick up, I'm gone. I'm not that per. you know, y'all say, keep coming back, but I'm not coming in here with crumbs on my shirt. I didn't do it. I wasn't interested in doing it. Um, so I went in and out for about nine years and then, um, that just right ass kicking brought me back in this last time. And, um, that's what it took for addict of my type. Right you know and i'm not saying i'm special you know i'm just saying it took uh this the the suicidal ideation it took me to be completely bottomed out to take your suggestion um and it didn't matter I didn't, I didn't have to figure nothing out right uh i just needed to do what you told me to do i i didn't need to know whether what it is, how it looks like, I just needed to take some action that I wasn't willing to do before, you know. I needed to go to meetings. I needed to get a sponsor. I needed to pray to this sky daddy, you know, like now. Now, I got sober some time ago, so I've been praying, but I wasn't really sure it worked, but I did it anyway because I didn't want to drink and die. Well, here we go again. Now I don't want to eat and die. So back to the sky daddy, who I don't think really works for me, you know, and uh, I did it. And it says in that big book, and I could be, you know, it says he, but, you know, it comes to those who seek, right? So I'm just praying and praying and praying, and I'm taking action, which is the most important thing in abstinence to me, to take action, not to think about it, to ponder it, none of that stuff. And then, lo and behold, I got me a whole twenty-four hours when I couldn't get three minutes without stuffing food in my face. And one night, like day two, um, I wanted to eat so bad at night. I was laying in the dark, just crying. I just wanted to eat, and I started repeating a prayer, repeating a prayer. And I woke up, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like that worked, you know. Smashed another lie, and I just continued on, you know, and. My life opened up in front of me. Life, it's like I sure. woke up, you know, all right, with this. And, you know, just do what you don't want to do. It's uncomfortable, but it all works out. Thanks for letting me share.
0: Thanks so much, Makifa. Good morning, Marcella. Good
13: morning. Uh, good morning, visionaries. Thank you, Anita, for your service. Thank you, everybody, for being there. Um. So the word that talks to me this morning is the word instead so um by the time i um I uh, started reading the big book to address my food problem i my whole identity was wrapped around um the fact that I was morbidly obese and hungry, and I couldn't think of anything else i'm fat i'm hungry i'm fat i'm hungry i'm fat i'm hungry and uh, there have been periods in my life in which I said. Okay, I'll just learn to be fat and happy, fat and content. And I truly tried, but I couldn't. Who would have thought like that instead? Instead, it was a matter of awareness. At the beginning, it was, oh, I'm not the only one who feels this way. Awareness of others, awareness of my peers, awareness of this safe village in which I live in a vision for you. I'm not the only one. People feel the way I feel in Hebrew, in Spanish, in Russian, in Japanese. This is something that I share with many other people. And once I connect with others, that awareness, right, jump into the awareness that there's other, the solution with big bold letters, that there's another, the big one, the other, the ultimate other that grants us the power to remain abstinent for one day. So the steps for me and the whole exercise of the book is an exercise in humility and a map to think, a map to direct my thinking. Many days, many times a day I stop and I say, what am I supposed to be thinking that right now? <laughs> I remember the very beginning when I was working the steps with my, my sponsor, Paula D., from my Vision for You. One day I called her crying because I was moving, it was hot, I was upset, I was upset. And she told me, have you, um, have you memorized the today's paragraph? Do you go back to your paragraph that we studied this morning and memorize it and call me again? Well, that did the trick. That did the trick. That's the one and only paragraph that I know by heart in the whole book. But I learned it because it directed my thinking. So it's instead of being... Self-centered, just thinking, I'm hungry, I'm fat, I'm hungry, I'm fat. I'm poor, me, why me, why me, why me? Saying, oh, there are others, and instead of wrapping my identity about being the mental health patient with eating food um, eating disorders, I am somebody's Sponsor, what great dignity! And with that, I'll pass.
0: Thanks so much, Marcella am all right. Now it is Linda D. and then Josie Ennett. Good morning, Linda.
11: Good morning. Can you hear me, Anita?
0: Yes. Thank you, Linda.
11: Hi, everybody. It's Linda D. from Connecticut. I um, am so glad to be here. I love you guys. Um, all I could think of was when I began in OA a long time ago, uh, I'm I must have read the whole chapter, and I was required to do that. And I'm sure that what I thought of this uh, paragraph at that time was, huh, I don't get it, and I don't believe it. And that turned out to be a real advantage (laughs) eventually because I was an atheist and I was crushed. So uh, someone already said it, you don't want to do it, do it. Do what you're told. Do these steps from the big book, and uh, something's going to happen, and you won't want to eat. And I thought, uh-huh, okay. And I, I it better, because I knew I was nuts, and I really was nuts. Um, and so now um, the thing that jumps out at me today, quite a few years later, and recovered for a bit, is this phrase, God's ever-advancing creation, um, and and the word agent. Because to me, an agent is a channel. And how wise Bill was to use that, God's ever-advancing creation, because it suggests something today that it meant nothing at the time. I didn't get it, but it it is awareness, as was said. Um, Something divine Let's call it God, because that's a really good name, uh, is powering an evolution. And it's all over the world. And thanks to the big book and these steps, that I'm part of that evolution. Do I want to live in fear, as someone said, or do I want to live in love? Because I don't believe God is real. I know God is real. And I come here to hang in with people who are investigating that and are going to find that out. And it's so thrilling and such a relief. It's so wonderful. Thanks. I pass.
0: Thanks so much, Linda. Uh, Josie MS, it's your turn. And then, Dion, uh somebody is is on speaker, and I'm hearing myself. I don't like it. Please. It's not, not fixed, fixed yet. yet. Come on, guys. Yeah, Who's I'm on speaker? On All right, Josie.
10: Thanks. Still not, not fixed.
0: fixed.
10: <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Anita, and thank you for your service. i um, grateful to be here and um, fairly new to a vision for you, uh, say, around a month, uh, but I've been in the 12 steps. Uh, a while since 1998 And I always believed In God um, Yet I'm learning here That you know we agnostics Means without knowledge And um, you know We we chose to believe That our human intelligence Was the last word And I, I um, For me I even tried To figure God out And that's why sometimes Even my own conception Is Um, can be hard for me because I don't know where that line ends. And today, um, my sponsor says, you know, God is everything or he isn't. And I am learning to fully believe that God wants my best interest at heart. And for me, I believe that that means, oh, you know, the the list, this is my list, God, and, and you do it you know, the way I want it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm saying that, and and that's what I have to let go of, and I'm praying to let go of, you know, and trusting, trusting and accepting that whatever God wills for me is good or is what's best for me. And for me, I um, came from over 300 pounds, and now I'm still over 200 pounds. And I have a condition which is, uh, you know, high insulin in my body, so I need to eat. Um, The nutritionist gave me a food plan, and that food was not enough. So she said maybe there won't be any weight loss, and it's very humbling for me because any time I joined anything, even if it's a spiritual um, solution, I want to lose weight. And I have to trust God that this program is saving my life and let go of whether I lose weight or not um, and leave the outcome to him. And I'm saying that out loud. And I have to pray, have to pray for the ability to do that <laughs> because... Um, you know uh, that's that's you know anything I did in my life I want something but for me, um, you know uh, I mean even driven to suicidal despair, I'm staying abstinent it's six months abstinent by God's grace and um, that's what I have to uh, look at and know that God is keeping me abstinent and then whatever happens leave the results up to him. And that's my prayer today.
0: Thank you so much for all for being here and allowing me to share. Thank you so much, Josie. And please, whoever you are, was you on mute? Oh, I think you just did it. All right, Deanna, good morning.
14: Hi, good morning, Nita. Nita, can you hear me?
0: Yes, thanks, Deanna.
14: Oh, yes. Good morning, all, and I'm uh, grateful to be a part of the process of, uh, and I can add a little bit, Anytime we we talking about the development of believing in a higher power. Of course, like many of you shared throughout this morning and week of of having some trouble believing that there was a God, or for me, both sides, one time I didn't believe, and then coming to a 12-step, I realized there was a God that didn't think he liked me or believed in me. Because of whatever I did, <laughs> I just thought I was naturally bad. That's what I was told, you know. So I believed that. And then I began to see the miracle happen. They told me to keep an open mind, and I'm so grateful I did. And I'm so grateful though even though it was blowing up in the room, and like somebody mentioned, about 300 pounds, I got about that size of more to me in the rooms. But I still kept coming back. I knew it was nowhere else to go. That can help me, but I, I had to stop doing it Dion's way, trying to, uh, like I always called the smorgasbord program. I take this and add this, and you know, I want this and I want that, but I'm not going to do that. I don't want that. You know, I don't want no veggies. I don't want that. You know, I'll just take what I like and leave the rest. I don't know who came up with that slogan, but I don't need that. I don't know if it was a cure unit or what. I don't know, but it just doesn't work for me. Uh, whatever, it seems I'm finding myself today, whatever my higher power, whatever sense he put me in or whatever state I'm in, I'm trying to find out, well, how, how can I, what am I supposed to learn from this, in other words, or how can I be of service for, with, uh, to others from what I'm going through or been through or delivered from, most importantly. Um, you know, because I feel, for me, and what I found out is in still believe that, um, it's less problems and stress, troubles trying to prove that God is versus because I would get in those windy arguments and oh my God, get just blazed on food and just want to just prove to you how you know change your belief and why there is no God and why I should not believe. And it's so much less stress. Just believe and then he start proving himself for me i call him he as uh, god but i know in this program we can call whatever we want to whatever works and uh, I, it works for me to just keep that open mind and i heard somebody say early take action i can't just see, keep an open mind i said well he already knows that's what i want to do it didn't work got me 300 pounds in the program so today to just have over a hundred of something lost and you know it's still coming off, not because of the just because Because I do have a higher power and I'm less stressed today, no matter what I'm going through. And with that, I'll pass. Uh, Guys, thanks for allowing me to be of service today.
0: Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you, Dionne. All right, three more Jason K. Jason. Carmella G. Carmella. Pamela B. Uh, Somebody RB. All right, you will be our last person this uh, this morning. All right, Jason, good morning.
6: Good morning, morning. Anita. Good morning, everybody. I'm Jason K. recovered compulsive eater and Believement from outside of Philadelphia. And I love this paragraph, you know, um, to conceive of myself as a spearhead of God's ever-advancing creation you know, wow, what a promise. This book is full of promises, you know, and as we're looking at this, you know, we can ask ourselves this question if we don't believe, if we're not really convinced. We can say, is this possible? Is it possible that we are uh, the God's creation, that we are connected to our creator in a way that maybe we're not aware of right now? And what keeps us from that is, is this vanity. And I, I struggled with that vanity Uh, that self-importance, that sense that human intelligence was the the be-all, end-all. And, you know, when I heard of things religious, uh, you know, I would scoff and I would say, that's ridiculous, those people are stupid, and my mind would close. Uh, And I was an atheist, and and I I didn't believe, and and even for a long time after that shifted for me, I still was stuck in the disease, and I was still much, much more closed-minded than I, I realized. And this vanity, you know, the big book tells us again and again, you know, selfishness, fear, dishonesty, you know, resentment. These cut us off from the sunlight of the Spirit. Well, add vanity to that, add self-pity to that. Um, We are our own worst enemies in our addiction, in our compulsive eating. I know I am, and I pray to God a a lot of times, God save me from me, you know, because I get in the way. God's God's not left me. God's not lost. Uh, I get lost from God. And so that to me is what this paragraph is is sort of saying and and, and pointing me to this is this experience where we can experience God. Uh and that's all I have to say today. It's a it's a great promise. This book is full of promises, it's a wonderful journey, and we're happy to um happy to uh share that with everybody on the line in that past.
0: Thank you so much, Jason. All right, good morning, Carmela, and then it'll be Pamela B.
15: Thank you so much, Anita. Thank you for your service. Thank you all for being on the line and this wonderful way to start our day. This paragraph reminded me of why I stayed out of program for 67 years, why as um, I progressed in life and I got more and more arrogant with more credentials that I would receive. And I thought, oh, please, I can handle this. But you see, I never thought of that as being agnostic. I always thought, oh, I believe in God, absolutely. But yet I had agnostic behavior. I would say, I have it. So therefore, I am as great as you are. I can handle this. I've got it well I had nothing I had nothing and at 67 felt like an empty shell even though I had lots of letters after my name and a prestigious job and a wonderful life so to speak but I was in the sewer and I needed something to get out and finally Through the gift of being willing to open up my mind and my heart, I came to OA and I began with vision to start and work the steps, finding a sponsor. And the steps were my way out of the sewer. And the miracle is every day, every day that I get up and turn my life over, and truly believe that God will direct it and trust Him, not myself. Every day I have little, amazing things occur that I could never have arranged, no matter how important I thought I was. And thank you so much for this program, and every day I learn something and just stay on that road. And I have all of you to journey with me. Thank you. And I
0: pass. Thanks so much, pa- uh, Carmela G. All right, Pamela R. R. Pa- Pamela R. B., good morning.
16: Good morning, Anita. This is Pamela R. B. from Michigan. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, thank you.
16: Okay, very good. Well, this is just truly one of those um, issues I struggle with, um, accepting that power, uh, especially for the food. I could believe God for everything else, but I wasn't willing to believe God could um, help me with my plate. You know, I knew how much I wanted on that plate. I knew you, I knew all of that, but in terms of that, I just felt God wasn't concerned about that. There were other things. i sense since learned different Um And I like what was shared earlier. You know, I just have to, you know, my own conception, whatever it is, I have to throw that old conception out, and I have to get a new thought. And this program has given me new thoughts in ways that I could never imagine. You know, I used to sit on the sofa and think about going to places in in this world, and I would watch all of these programs, Rick, Steve, and all of these programs where they traveled around the world, and I would go, oh, God, I'd love to be able to do do that. Well, today I do that. And the good part about it is that I don't have to eat my way around the world. You know, I just got back from D.C. took my daughter and granddaughter on a vacation. And uh, unfortunately, they're afflicted with the same disease. And what I know today, because my higher power, um, I I am a, a representative of my higher power. It was not my responsibility to point out their eating behaviors. You know, I think the best lesson for anybody or the best teacher is by example and, and so there was many questions about mom we want to go to this restaurant you want to go blah 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 i said no i'm okay i'm gonna go you know back to the mall and look at a couple of more museums and uh i just it just never occurred to me to to do that and it's only because i've turned over my thought process about what this higher power can do today So today I do say my higher power is in charge, is my director, is my guide, my leader, all of those things that I was never, ever willing to relinquish regarding the food, I've now turned it over. I have a new thought, a new idea, and because of that, I have a wonderful way of living life today that I could never imagine before. So thanks for letting me share, uh, Visionaries, and have an awesome
0: day. Thank you so much, Pamela. All right. That was our last share for this first meeting. I want to thank everyone who shared. The share ID for this 7 a.m. Wednesday morning meeting, August 21st, is 13,305. 13305. And we'll now close. With the reading from the big book on page 164 followed by the serenity prayer. And would Marcella M. please read a vision for you.
13: Thank you, Anita. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who's still sick. The answers will come and you will sure, you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the roads of happy destiny. May God bless
0: you and keep you until then.